Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, I'm done. I'm done stalling now. I need to focus and take this shit seriously. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. We were unable to record last week due to a few a few things going on. Life? Um, it was, it was life. life. That's probably the easiest way to sum it up. Yeah. I saw an integrated doctor. An integrated doctor? An integrated doctor is one who sort of combines traditional medicine that you would learn in med school and then other types of like healing processes, herbs and acupuncture and that sort of thing. Mixed with traditional medicine. Interesting. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some people do just naturopathy, um, but th- this I chose this group because they, you know, they conduct tests, they do blood work, that sort of thing. However, I'm not exactly sure that I got my money's worth out of it, and um, yeah, it was a it was a bit of a disaster. Like you're skeptical of what they did, or skeptical of the processes, or what? And, you know, this is it was sort of like my last resort because I've seen three different doctors about this issue and no one has gotten any closer to finding an answer. And when I sat down to talk to her, she immediately said it is SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Right. Which I think you mentioned maybe last time. She was like, you know, totally convinced of this, didn't really listen to my whole story and sent me home with that test and then another test for they test your poop. Okay. <laughs> and you send it off to a lab and it tells you what's going on in your stomach. And I didn't realize how much I was paying for those tests, just the test itself, not the results. Getting the results is going to be an extra uh, $500. For a poop test? Uh, for, for a poop test and for a breath test to test for SIBO. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. And she sent me home with three different supplements to try. She's like, if you're having pain when you eat, you know, try this first. And then if you need to take more, take more. And then add in this next one. And then add in this next one. Based on the level of pain. Yeah. Okay. I did not realize how much I was paying for those supplements. And I came home. And I tried to eat a bite of food, and I took one of the things that she gave me, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> oh, really? Not not at all better? And no. And it was so bad that there was no possible way I was going to take another one. Because it was, it's the worst I have felt since this whole thing began. It was the worst day. The oh. worst day of pain, by far. Did you get back in touch with them? And say, no, what the hell? No, um, because uh, while I was um, in her office, um, I got a call from my gynecologist who I saw the I saw her the week before, and she did some tests and some blood work because she found some inflammation, which I was almost thrilled to hear her say that <laughs> right well we've talked about that before like it's not like you want anything to be wrong but clearly something is wrong so at least you want to know what yeah and she she did some tests and then i got a call while i was sitting in front of the naturopath and she calls and says and she mentioned this it's a natural bacteria in um the uterus um that can go a little haywire if your immune system is a little low so she put me on an antibiotic for that. Pete did some reading 
about Chinese medicine and he came home the next day because the next day I woke up, I had literally a bite of an avocado and I, I had to go lie down and I thought my stomach was going to like twist out of my body. And he had gotten some garlic pills and some ginger root. And he came home and he gave me a dose of it and I felt better. <laughs> really? Yeah. Better and enough to eat a, or? Yeah, better enough to eat. Um, I was able to get up and take a shower and go and actually make myself a plate of food. And um, so I've been taking that twice a day now. And that was since last Wednesday. So almost a week. And then I started my antibiotic on Saturday. And it is awful. The antibiotic is? Yes. Oh my God, it's so bad. I'd heard people talk about antibiotics being bad and hard, hard on your system, and I hadn't ever experienced that until this one time. And maybe it's because my system is already sort of, I don't know, but it is, it's really, 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 really bad. And how long will it be? It's like a 10 day course. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So you're not even halfway. No. No, it's making me extraordinarily nauseated. So sort of, com however, however, <laughs> and this could all be coincidental, but it could be the combination of the garlic and the um, ginger root and the antibiotic, but I haven't been bloating like I was bloating. So overall, that is, it sounds like two steps forward, one step back for now. For now. And we're going to, I was going to put everything on hold until I finish this round of antibiotics because I can't even do the tests with the antibiotic in my system. Put everything on hold, see where we are after 10 days, see how I'm feeling. And that's it. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a more positive report than it's been. Yeah. I mean, still obviously not, not there, but. That's, that's good. It's, you know. You're eating. I'm, I'm eating a little bit, yeah. I still have to eat very slowly and, and small bits at a time, but I'm not, like, I'm not immediately blowing up like a balloon, which was what was happening. Right. Plus um, the pain. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's an eventful week. That, that doesn't even involve, you know, Halloween or uh, Lita playing a concerto piece in front of judges and uh, she had dance practice every day after school and then when it was all over she came undone <laughs> which kind of makes sense honestly I mean yeah that she held it together for the entire week was uh, was superhuman and I think we've talked about this not in relation to Lita but just in general that I think there are times where the where your whole body and brain just know that you can't collapse, so you don't. Uh -huh. But then as soon as you have the opportunity, it, it goes all in. Oh, yeah. Like, I no longer need to hold it together or memorize this piece, so fuck it. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like what happened. Yeah, she... Um, normally, when we go in to play concerto, so a concerto is a duet with her teacher. Okay. And... It's 11 minutes long. It's memorized. It's really fucking complicated. Like, it's ridiculous. And usually there are three other, there's two other kids in there. But for some reason, she was the only one in the concert hall on Saturday. And it was, honest to God, the best she's played it ever. I started crying and tried not to make any noise while I was crying. Because, you know, you see your kids do these things that you're incapable of doing and it, it's kind of like a marvelous thing to behold and she stood up and you bow afterwards and she ran off stage and just started sobbing and I thought oh she's so proud of herself <laughs> but no no she had picked out it every was... little thing that was not perfect oh yeah, oh, yeah. and she was so upset and kept apologizing and apologizing and apologizing and she was so upset and it was just the whole week just came pouring out of her face and I felt so bad 
Uh, and I try to do everything I could to, you know, let her know, like to let her have her feelings, to let her have the emotion. Right. But just to reassure her that I was so proud of her. So Those are always really hard moments because it took me a long time, I think, as a parent to figure that out. Like you don't, mm-hmm. you don't want to say things that make them feel like they shouldn't feel that way because they right. can. But at the same time, you want to let them know, like, it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel this way, but you're not, you don't need to apologize. You're not bad. You're not like, you didn't do anything wrong, but if you need to cry to get through it, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Like she even, so John was here. Uh, John came out to see, um, he came out for Halloween for, for Marlo and then to see Lita, her recital and uh, federation. And, um, she was just like, you flew all the way out here for this. And I did that. And he's like, Lita, 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 Lita. I'm, I, I, I don't understand where this is coming from. Yes, you do know where this is coming from. Oh, man. Like, completely irrational. And I just, I just hugged her and I said, it's okay to cry. It's okay. I just want you to know that I could not be more proud of what you just did. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure John's reaction was the same. It's not yeah. like he talked to her and highlighted all the areas where she was wrong or deficient. No. So. And her teacher, who I love her teacher, her teacher is super no nonsense, um, that is not one to give a compliment where it is not warranted at all, and actually refused to let Marlo participate in Concerto Federation because she wasn't ready. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so she doesn't, she doesn't mess around. No. Mm-mm. And she came over after it was over and she's like, Lita, that was just spectacular. She said that to Lita. And Lita was like, you have to say that. You're my teacher. And she goes, oh, no, I don't have to say that. <laughs> right. She would just not say anything. Yeah. Um, so we're still waiting on that score. Well, uh, you, may, you may hear a nuclear bomb go off in Utah <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, wow. So I was going to write something on our main site and on Facebook just to let everybody know that we didn't record last week just because of life again. Yeah. Which hasn't happened. We've been on a pretty good, a pretty good run. So, you know, things, things pop up. And considering the amount of times that we actually adjust our normal recording time to make it happen. It's kind of impressive mm-hmm. that it doesn't happen more often. Right. Because almost every week, one of us needs to shift something. Yeah. This is the first time we've recorded at our normal time in a while. Oh, yeah. A couple months, yeah. probably. We usually shift. I mean, it's usually the same day, but even then, sometimes we bump it a day. Or... I forgot Halloween was last week. Holy shit. We got like six <laughs> inches of snow on Halloween. Oh, did you? <laughs> and three trick-or-treaters. That was, that was it. Nah. Yeah, which I it's fine with me, but and I put oh the way the house is laid out. There's like I don't know. I guess one of them's probably a family room and one of them's a living room. I don't really understand the difference or care. But there's one living family room in the back of the house, like at the far end from where someone would trick or treat. So that's where I put Lily and put up a gate, like a baby gate, because now I have baby gates again, which is great. And I put it up, I don't know, three or four inches off the floor. So it was high enough that she couldn't get under it. Like put it up, set her in there, turned around to walk away. And she cleared the entire thing <laughs> in one, in one jump and then sat down and then looked up at me. I was like, oh fuck, there's nothing, nothing I can do. So really it worked out well. There were no trick or treaters because she would have lost her fucking mind. <laughs> Over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you, you texted me last night about the Furminator. Oh, Jesus, the Furminator. Right. I was, I wasn't skeptical of the Furminator, but I was skeptical of its value on a dog like Lily because she really doesn't shed much. And I had her go outside and I, I did like two or three brushes of this thing. It was mind blowing. Where did this hair <laughs> fucking come from? 
<laughs> and I would, I would just keep brushing and brushing and there's just more hair and she doesn't look any different. Like, but there's just handfuls of hair what and it's super easy and unbelievably satisfying. Like, um, right. <laughs> oh God, it was great. It, it, um, the way it's designed is it pulls on the under hair is what it does. Right. There's this whole layer of hair that you don't know that's there. I could honestly ferminate cocoa probably every day for seven straight days and get seven different dogs out of her. Um, and by the end, she looks like she's lost like 40 pounds. It's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure with a dog like Coco, it's extremely noticeable because yeah. of her hair and how she sheds. But I'm, I'm probably going to tell everyone I know, even people who don't have pets about this thing, because it's awesome. And it's not even as, it's not sponsored by the Ferminator. We promised this week. No, so... but we, I will be a Ferminator ambassador. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because it's, and, and I don't remember, it was like $10 or 12 Like it's not a lot of money. No. But it is for the how well it one works. tool, the one tool that the kids are not allowed to like leave around. I'm like, you put it back in the dog box because we have to have that tool. Um, oh yeah. So sad. And I guess it, it helps like Lily's reasonably tolerant of being brushed. Mm -hmm. So she just sits and it's just like, I, it's therapeutic. That's the only way, it's the only way to do it. It's kind of like, like painting like a dark color on a light wall because you immediately see a difference. Because uh -huh. I've brushed her before. Like I have a regular brush and it's like, well, her hair goes straight and that's fine. But this, I actually feel like it's doing something. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just pulls off this massive amount of fur. And Chuck would see me get it out and he would come running. He loved it. He loved really? it. Oh, yeah. Um, huh. I've seen a lot of like golden retrievers who love it too. Coco does not like it at all. Even though I'm, I'm not, I'm not hard. I'm gentle about it. Like I give her treats the whole time and she just is like, please don't make me do this. Please, 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 please. Whereas Chuck would like fall over and lie down and give me his belly. And he'd like, well, you missed my leg. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, Lily, Lily doesn't like it that much. And mine, I don't know if they all do or if this is like a new model, but it's like, it's got a button you can push that like pushes the hair out of the, the bristles. What? That's a oh, newer yeah. version than I've got. What? Yeah. I just push it with my thumb and it like pushes the glob of, of fur off. It's so, I cannot understand how I am possibly this excited about a dog brush, <laughs> but honestly, it was, it was great. Like I finished, I'm like, when do I get to do this again? I want to do this another time. When you find a product that actually like works that well, you want to tell everybody you know about it. Um, right. Yeah. And that one has like, when somebody told me about it, I was, I was skeptical because I, I saw pictures on Amazon of um, people will post reviews and post pictures like they, of their dog next to the, right. the fur that they pulled off. And I was like, that's bullshit. They collected that hair over several days. There's no fucking way that that dog had that much hair on it. Holy God. <laughs> the Ferminator. Yeah. I was skeptical because of the name, honestly. Because <laughs> it's it's kind of a, it's a gimmicky name. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is one, like, it seems like one of those made-for-TV things that looks great, and then you try it, and not so much. But oh no. That thing is awesome. Yeah. I also, I bought, I bought Lily some socks. You bought Lily some socks? Yeah. I might as well just get this right out in the open. I definitely bought her a, a pair, a set, I guess, considering there are four of sock monkey socks. Does she keep them on? She does. She does. She walks, she walks a little funny at first, <laughs> but she is, she gets so cold in the cold weather. And when I talked to the vet about it, I, I think I mentioned, I'm like, well, she's really small. Do I need like a sweater or something for her? And she said, if you really notice that she's cold, a sweater will do nothing because that's not where dogs lose their heat. They lose heat from their head and their, their pads. So she said, get her socks and then that will help her retain heat. And she won't be as cold. Okay. Got it. So I definitely got her socks. 
and it was worth every penny. That's incredible that she'll keep him on. Yeah, she she does. She, I mean, when I initially put him on, I feel like if I had put them on and then just walked away, she probably would have like bit them off. But she kind of licked and bit, and I put a stop to it, and she tolerates it. <laughs> and they slow her down. How I adorable think. is it? It's oh god, it's so cute. I wish it wasn't, but it it is. It really is. I want to get her a hat. You're really becoming pathetic. I am. <laughs> it's true. It's it's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not for like in public. They're not meant for outdoor wear. Those are those are different socks. Those mm-hmm. are more like booties. Booties, yes. And those are expensive. Holy shit. Yes. But the world of the world of dog ownership is pathetic in some ways. When you really start to look at the things you can get mm-hmm. that you that you know you don't need, that world is endless. But even the things you could get that you think you maybe could possibly justify, like people have been telling me, well, you need you need to get her outside booties because the salt mm-hmm. is really bad for their pads, which it probably is. I don't know, but I don't know that I've ever seen a dog wearing outdoor booties ever in my life. <laughs> And they all seem to be doing okay. So it seems a little unnecessary. Well, I'm not sure if it's salt or if it's actual snow melter that really hurts them. Like if you get the synthetic snow melter, that's when it really burns their paws. Oh, okay. Like the chemical. Mm-hmm. Coco's birthday, we waited to celebrate it so that his kids could be there with us to celebrate her birthday. And I went to get some, I wanted to get her a gift Coco for her birthday and fuck fucking hell what came over me I went in and I was looking around and I was like oh she could use this oh here's two for six dollars oh and here's this oh what about this new collar what about this oh she would love this and I walked out with a way too many things for that stupid dog way that's what I mean that's what I mean (laughs) Pete was like I think you love her (laughs) (laughs) I'm like no no business partner no she um i got her um and you might want to try this with lily in case she's like bored i'm sure you've seen it and you may even have one there's these little balls that you can put treats in and they have to get the treat out and it tires their brain out oh. you can exhaust a dog with a walk as much as you can exhaust them by brain activity that I have heard is yeah. that people think it's just the physical, but they need that challenge too. Yeah. So you can stick these treats into this like um, really, really hard ball that the dog has to figure out how to get the treat out. And she loves it, except that I was, uh, the day that I wasn't feeling well, I was sort of sitting on a couch trying to answer some email and she is over there because Marlo won't stop putting treats in it. We'll get to Marlo in a second. Um, she won't stop putting treats in it, and all I can hear is just the, the lapping of her tongue against that ball. And I was going to lose my mind. I was going to lose my mind. Oh, yeah. I was like, you are a smart dog. Get the treat out of it now. Yeah, but part of it is the is the fun of the chase. I mean, yeah. I, I have seen those. I don't have one. I have like one of those little cons where you can put like peanut yeah. butter in it. Yeah. So it was a similar idea, but that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Lily has a toy that has like ridges on it. And when she, she has this way of biting it that just makes, it, it's this, it's an annoying sound, but it's also gross because it sounds like a noise that maybe her mouth is making, like it's hurting her teeth or her gums, but it's the ridges on this thing. Mm-hmm. So it's obnoxious to listen to, and it just makes you feel sick. <laughs> she loves it. She'll just chew and chew, and oh my god! And you feel bad when you're like, "Please, please don't do this anymore. Please, please." Right. <sighs> yep. I just figured out. I guess it was probably last week. I was cleaning out my office, and I had just random pages of notes or whatever to throw away, and I crumpled one up and threw it on the floor. Like, not for her, just without even thinking. And she walked over and she picked it up really gently. 
just the corner of it and pranced around holding it as gently as possible for probably 30 minutes. Like she had discovered something great. So now anytime that I have a piece of paper I'm going to throw away or mail or Lexton has a piece of homework, we just turned it into a ball and she carries them around the house and stashes them somewhere. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) It's it's pretty adorable. In contrast, (laughs) I thought that I had escaped being sick from this antibiotic because the warnings, when I read the warnings about the antibiotic, it said that you can get really nausea, vomiting, et cetera, et cetera. And I had taken it for two days and I was okay. And then yesterday, uh, in the middle of the day, I started to get extraordinarily nauseated, like sick, sick, um, and really, really dizzy and lightheaded. And I could barely walk up the stairs. So I went and I laid down for a little bit and I couldn't even go to sleep because my heart was racing because I was so nauseated. And I, it sounds like Pete was walking around downstairs, except that it was Coco. So I have no idea what she was doing. And then I heard her come upstairs. I heard her bump her head on the door to our bedroom to like, are you in there? Are you in there? And I didn't say anything. And then I heard her go downstairs, go into the living room. And it was almost as if she was checking to see if I was awake or I was there so that she could start barking. Because I heard her go, and then she just erupted into full on barking, which she doesn't ever do when I'm around. It's almost as if she was searching the house to make sure that I wasn't there so that she could start barking. Which is courteous <laughs> and so damn mischievous. Like, I know she doesn't like this, so I'm just going to check really quick. I'm just going to Which check. is it's honestly like what a toddler does. Mm-hmm. Like, they look over their shoulder and look at the room and make sure no one's around, and then they do what they know they're not supposed to do. Oh, yeah. And I, and I was so sick that when it, she was about, she was a good five seconds into the howling, barking, and I just screamed from upstairs, Coco, stop it. And she immediately shut up. Immediately, like, oh, oh, shit. She caught me. Right. And you know, she's sitting there like, well, where the fuck is she? <laughs> because I checked. Oh, God. She just had to get that out. Yeah. She just had to get it out. It's never ending with these things. It's never ending, but she's better. She's, you know, bouncing around and acting like her old self, so it's good. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's so much I wanted to cover. Um, my feet are feeling better. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, Like, I mean, I can't run or walk long distances still because I don't want to fuck it up. But I I can walk and wear something other than sandals now. Normally, my feet would start to swell in shoes. So I'm I'm able to walk. uh, Relatively unlike a zombie now. (laughs) Relatively. Relatively. (laughs) See, so everything is on the up and up. Yeah, getting old is hard, man. Getting old. Yeah, it really is. I raked yesterday the entire yard, the entire fucking yard. Ugh. And it just, it hurts to raise my arms even without holding anything. (laughs) Okay, so first of all, have all of the leaves fallen? 
I would say probably 85%. And in the backyard, 100%. There's like one tree in the front that's lingering because we had we had the snow yeah. on Halloween. So the day after, even the trees that were green, it's like they panicked and just everything fell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was great because then everything came down. But I was going to do it a week ago and didn't specifically because there were still too many leaves in the trees. And I, I'm not going to do it twice. And so I know that this is backwards thinking, right? You're supposed to like get them up as soon as they come down so that it doesn't get moldy and gross. But I'm just like, why the fuck would I spend all this time raking leaves and I'm going to have to do it again and again and again and again and again? Right. And Yeah, I don't I, – I have neighbors that like – I feel like they're out every three or four days raking them up. Ugh. It because the thing is, it takes the same amount of effort, basically. Yeah. You're going to cover the same area, and maybe it's a little heavier if you wait, but really, it's it's not that much worse. No, and we've actually been putting Marlo to work doing it. Really? Um, Marlo loves to help. Uh, she's she, still there. Yeah. Well, she's gotten better at helping. A little bit better and she actually can you know she helped me clean out the refrigerator on sunday she helped me vacuum and wipe down counters and that sort of thing which is in stark contrast to i told her piano teacher today that i I just think that marlo needs to quit school and become and hold corporate conferences for professional stalling she could teach any motherfucker how to stall better than anybody in the world. Um, yep. Yeah. God, her and Lexton would get along frighteningly well. <sighs> and they would do nothing. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> I, I mean, she has this one side of her where she really wants to help and she likes to unload the dishwasher and she loves to polish things and dry things and she loves to rake. She loves to sweep. She loves to vacuum. And then I ask her to sit down and, you know, do 25 minutes of piano practice. And the first thing she did was she walked over to the piano and fell over. And I said, what happened? She goes, my foot keeps doing this. It just keeps randomly coming out from underneath me. (laughs) Randomly? Yes. Oh, God. And then for the next 90 goddamn minutes. Sorry, I'm cussing a lot this week. It's been a thing. She would get up to get a drink of water. She went to the bathroom. She got more water. She got a tissue. She went to the bathroom. And I said, I don't care how long it takes you. You're getting through the whole thing. And then she sat and pouted for 10 minutes. And I sat there and I wasn't going to let her get up. Well, I mean, I can say since I've now raised a Marlo to be <laughs> nearly 16, it doesn't, it doesn't change. <laughs> Please don't say that. It, it just... And it's amazing to me because Lexton still takes some classes at the public school and he'll come home and I just acknowledge because this is how his, how he works as he needs then not a long break, but just 30 minutes to decompress and do whatever before jumping into other subjects. So he'll, he'll come home and spend those 30 minutes. And then like almost as if I've set an alarm, 30 minutes is up and he's like, well, I have to go to the bathroom, which is the longest possible time in the bathroom ever, ever. <laughs> then he gets out and then he's like, well, I need, I need a snack. So he gets a snack and he, he air quotes, can't eat the snack and do schoolwork at the same time. It's just not possible. So he sits there and eats the snack slowly and then starts. And within about five minutes, he's like, oh, this is just, it's so boring. Like, you, you've been at it for five minutes like you haven't you have been sitting there for an hour what the and then he will it could it could be something that will take half an hour it will take an hour to an hour and a half yeah because same thing he needs to get a drink or he wants to stretch or like whatever and the thing that i don't understand is there are plenty of things that i hate to do but my mentality is i hate doing this so i'm going to do it as quickly as I can to not have to do it anymore Mm -hmm. because that makes sense. That's not how he thinks. It's like, I hate this. So I'm going to make it take half of my day. Yes. Why? 
Why? I there's some sort of pleasure for them in the in the stalling. Um, I don't know. I don't know because I'm like you. I mean, I try not to rush through things because I want things to be as thorough as I as they need to be. Right. And I'm, but like Lita kept walking by the room to the pianos and looking at me, going like, "What is happening? Is she still doing that?" I'm like, "She's still." I was like, I mouthed to her, "She's still doing it." And Lita was like, "Oh my god." What in the world? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I've I've heard like I know there are some personality types where it's it's the control, like they want to be able to have things on their terms, and not in a malicious way, but just like, I don't want you to tell me when to do it. I'm going to decide when to do it. Yeah. Which, okay, and that's like, you can have that independence, but is there a point where you're actually going to do it? Because it doesn't seem that way. Yeah. Like. If you tell me you're going to start it in 30 minutes, that's fine. Then you need to start it. You can't start it in 90 minutes because what the fuck? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm still still dealing with that. Oh, you're still dealing with that. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I oh, yeah. sent her teacher a, a text and I said, here's your daily Heather Armstrong not able to understand what's going on with Marlo or how are the lessons going? Like what, please, please help me because I am really on the verge. And she's like, let's see, this was a couple weeks ago. Let's see how practice goes tonight or the lesson. And she wrote me afterward and she said it was fine. We went through everything together. She was able to play it and it was great. And so when we did this little song and dance for 90 minutes afterward, I was like, your teacher told me that you could play all of those notes when you did it in front of her. What is going on here? And she's just like, oh, my foot hurts. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it is that control thing. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm just last week, uh, Lexton's chemistry teacher emailed me and he was like, he's, he's really good at chemistry. He gets the concepts. He's great to have in class, but he's like, man, but if he doesn't decide that it's time to do it he's like there's nothing i can do mm -hmm. like he just he, he he's not like rude he just will not focus until he has decided it is time to focus and then it's razor sharp and he was like do you have suggestions I'm like no no i don't good <laughs> luck because i can't figure it out either and that's what's so I, I'm glad that, and it's, I mean, it seems like that's how Marlo is too. Like, she's not obstinate. She's not rude. She's just not going to do it because her foot has a mind of its own. Mm -hmm. But that almost makes it worse because then I don't know why. There's no explanation for it. Her growing pains will suddenly flare up when it's time to sit down at the piano. That's what it was. I knew there was something. Mm -hmm. like her legs, right? That's what she yeah. was doing? Yeah. Okay. It happens every single time. Every single time. And so, uh, it's still going on, I know. And, uh, she thinks that she's going to let me, she's going to, she's going to basically make it annoying enough that I'm going to let her quit. And she doesn't know who she's up against. <laughs> yeah. And, but she'll keep trying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Yeah. I've tried to tell Exton it's like, it's like a job. Like you can't go and clock into work and then eat your lunch. And then go to the bathroom for 40 minutes. Like you'll, that's the fastest possible way to lose your job. You can't do that. You have to do those things before you start your work. Mm -hmm. But in, even, even now, he'll be like, well, but I didn't, I didn't have to go to the bathroom then. <laughs> you know what? Then you should just go just as a precaution. Just try. She, right? It doesn't make any sense to me. These, this, this, when the the stalling when it happens, the various maladies, because she wants to walk to school to and from by herself. And like, sometimes she'll catch a ride with Pete, but like this morning she left a good 30 minutes early. I'm like, where are you going? And she's like, I want to go to school because sometimes we play in the playground. And I'm like, okay. So, and then twice last week, no, excuse me, three times last week, I went to pick her up because one of the days it snowed. And then the other day it was like, 20 degrees outside and I show up now, mind you, my feet are better, but they're still, you know, if I spend too much time on a car, they start to like flare up. Yeah. 
and stairs are still a little, you know, I have to be very, I just don't want to like make any backward steps. If you know what I mean? I don't want to go sure. backwards. So me getting into the car, there's no easy way to park at this house. There's stairs and hills and, and just getting into the car is a thing. And so three times last week I went to pick her up and she comes to the car window and she says, I want to walk home with my friend. And by the third time I looked at her and I said, I am not ever picking you up again. If you continue to do this to me, <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> and then yep. she'll walk home, you know, it'll take her 30 minutes to get home, which is fine. I love that she's doing it. But then when I ask her to do anything like that, that she doesn't want to do, that's when her legs are tired. And that's when her feet suddenly come out from underneath her. Yeah. It's just... <sighs> She's Maybe a young kid. It's the independence. It's like the rebellious... Not rebellious, but they have to be the one to make the call. Mm -hmm. And I, it's on it. Like, I have Lexton mow the lawn. And there are days where he'll look outside. He's like, well, I, I need to mow. The lawn needs to be mowed. Okay, that's fine. Great. Thank you for doing that. And then there will be times where I say it. He's like, oh, I just I hate it so much. Like, what the? It's the same as it was last week. Like, there's, no, there's nothing different. Like, I could pick the same day and the same time, but I think it's just because I say it. Uh -huh. And then if I backed off and said, okay, then you don't have to mow, I, I guarantee the next day he'd be like, well, it's time to mow. I'm like, it's nothing. Like it's his idea, so therefore it's okay. Which I know like it's it's easy. I'm sure there's people listening to this that would just say, well, then let him do it. Like let him make those calls. That's fine. I know that and I do. But there are certain things also that I don't have the luxury of waiting right. for when he will decide that it's okay to do them. So you have to like, no, now, now is the time, even if you hate it. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I'm right there with, I'm right there. It is, um, she's just a different kid and I was unprepared for this. And clearly Lita was not prepared for it either. Because I'm sure <laughs> in her mind, she's like, what the fuck? Just do what you're supposed to do. The, Lita was just like, can I tell her what I've done this week? Can I tell her what I've done this week? I would like to tell her what I've done this week. <laughs> yeah. Lita is my overachiever who is just really upset that she gets the A minus and she's like two and a half hours of dance practice after school, missing her swim practice, practicing another hour at home for piano, you know, all this pressure. And, and then you have Miss Malig's hurt. <laughs> well, that's just it too, is like the fact that Lita is so far in the other direction, mm -hmm. it just magnifies Marlo. Yeah. You've got like two extremes. I accept her. I don't expect Marlo to be an overachiever like, like Lita. I mean, you know, Marlo is oh, Marlo. Oh, sure. But there, at a certain point, I just want to say, please stop making me repeat myself. I, I, I feel like I am constantly following you around and having to repeat myself to get anything done. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, and I only have one kid, but I think like, there's enough age between them where I'm sure whether you realize it or not, somewhere in your head, you were like, oh, this is how my kids will be. Right. Great. Now I, I know and that this is how they are. And then as Marlo gets older, you're like, well, hang on. You're nothing at all like Lita, which is great and fine. And you've got your own personality, but like you just weren't prepared for that for that path because Lita was on a completely different path. Yes. It also sort of like showcases the different DNA that they inherited from the two of us. Like that hurt. Right. Marlo's distraction stall tactics are pure John Armstrong. And John Armstrong would absolutely admit that and take, you know, he'd be proud to take credit for that. <laughs> he was a professional staller too, right? As a kid. Um, right. And Lita's reaction when she came off the stage was pure Heather Hamilton and pure Heather Hamilton in high school being completely stressed out and thinking that I did terrible and, you know, wanting to collapse into my mom's arms and mom, please tell me it's going to be okay. That I, 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 it's so bad that the world is going to end. And <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, it's such an interesting contrast in DNA.
And then I just always wonder if they're going to hit. I mean, even with Lexton, like if he's just going to hit this point. He's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done stalling now. I need to focus and take this shit seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I actually had friends in high school that did exactly that, that were kind of similar to Lexton, maybe more obstinate than he is, but that all of a sudden one year just hit. They were like, you know, it's time to focus, time to do something different. And it was like flipping a switch. Yeah. So I, I wonder, and, and I also know people where that didn't happen. So I just wonder if that will ever kick in or if it will kind of always be this way. Like if, if Marlo will always stall or if eventually she'll realize there's a more efficient way to life. <laughs> I, you know, I think we may have, I've, I may have shared this story with you before, but, and I don't think that Pete minds me sharing this, but his older brother, I think he dropped out of college his freshman year and started doing roofs and construction work. And it was brutal, okay. right? Really, really brutal backbreaking work, but he just, he didn't like college. So he thought he'd just go to work and save some money. And he remembers being on a roof and looking over and seeing, it was look, overlooking an architect's office. And he remembers looking in and seeing someone working on an architectural diagram and how, you know, they're sitting in a seat and they're drawing things and how calm it seemed in that office. And he's like, I don't want to be on this roof. I don't want to be doing this. And he went and he got a degree in architecture. And now, it, like, he works for the Americans with Disabilities Act. Um, oh, yeah. He works on retrofitting buildings in San Francisco to be up to par with those standards. But it took him, you know, having that experience to go, I don't want this for my life. I want to do what that dude is doing. And it completely transformed him. That That is kind of what I expect with Lexton. Yeah. I think he's going to go down one path and then realize it's not the path for him and figure something else out. And that doesn't necessarily mean college. I just think he's going to have to learn for himself. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is just when you're sheltered from the adult world, which you, you automatically are, I think, as a kid. Like, I don't shelter him, but you don't really realize the magnitude of everything. And then I think when you experience that and you start to put those pieces together, your opinions and and thoughts on things just change so quickly or can. I mean, Lita has already seen so much of what a lot of kids her age haven't. Like she takes the, like she'll take the public transportation home, the big bus, (laughs) The big like she's, she's figured out all the routes where she has to be and she's had to do it many times because her swim practice has changed locations several times so she has to find a different route and then it'll take her like 45 minutes to get home i mean i could get in the car and go pick her up but she's chosen to do this to be independent and you see a lot of the world when you start to navigate the world you know 15 years old on public transportation which you know a lot of kids in new york i'm sure are experiencing much more so than those of us in like salt lake city Lexton has some friends who've gotten jobs. So, and I can't remember if we talked about this. So he's been talking about getting a job and getting applications for places. And some of them ask, especially now, because, you know, the holidays are here. Like, are you available Thanksgiving? Are you available the day after Thanksgiving? Are you available Christmas Eve and the day after Christmas? And he was filling one out and he's like, well, what are these? Why are they asking? I said, well, you're going to have to work. Possibly Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving day, like all of these. He's like, well, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, well, that's that's having a job. Like, that's just that's how it is. Like, if you and and I mean, every job that you get in high school for the most part is like food service or I mean, it's a service job, and they're all open with terrible right. hours usually because that's the nature of it. And I think even that, like just seeing that and to have that realization, like, oh, I'm going to have to give up freedom to do this. Not that he never realized that, like not that he's never seen me work or Heather work or whatever, but it's weird. I think when, when, as he's starting to reflect that on himself and realize what that would mean. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I've been there. I've worked, I've worked all those holidays. 
And I'm glad I did. I'm, I'm incredibly thankful for the experience, but it's, it's a very different, it's a very different walk. Mm -hmm. And she wants to get a job, but I was like, Oh, when are you going to do that? You don't get home. You don't get right. home from your dance or swim front until almost like six thirty at night, and then you have an hour and a half of homework. She'd probably love a job, though. Well, I the independence you know, of I, it. And I said this to her. I said, if you get a car for your birthday, which is something that I'm still trying to figure out, um, because she wants to drive so badly and she's just not there yet. Um, uh, <laughs> I said, would, would you think about like maybe doing lessons, like piano lessons for smaller kids? You know, I think that having a neighborhood kid who could teach smaller kids like the basics of piano might be very helpful for some people. And she's like, I've actually thought about that, mom. And I'm like, you'd be really good at it. Yeah. And you'd set your own schedule mm -hmm. and that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. So it's that, that was a thought for her. But before we close out here, I have to mention this tweet that I saw right before we got on. Okay. I follow this guy. He and I have been mutual fans of each other for a, few, a couple, three or four years now. He said that his friend, a woman friend of his was dating someone that he patently did not like. and was so happy that she broke up with him recently. And she, and he said the, the, the moment that I realized I detested him so much was when he told me he had chosen not to vote. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, like, man. <laughs> we, we aren't the only judgmental people about that. <laughs> oh, no. I think the number of people who have become judgmental about that has also just increased significantly yeah. over the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I meant so to send great. that to you to like, we are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> and and oh, of man. course, checking up on your um, Bumble and app uh, situation will be another uh, discussion, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll have to do that because I still don't like it at all. <laughs> at all. And I, I'm just going to add this because I, what I've been seeing now in bios, which actually makes me feel better in some ways are the the women who put right in there like i don't check this more than once or twice a week so i miss most of the matches like, then why the fuck are you on this app what is, like i don't expect you to be on it all day but what like isn't there I, don't, like a I don't know. Maybe maybe I misunderstand Bumble. There's just a lot of people who use it very casually. I don't know. But I feel like you might want to check it like at least every other day. I don't yeah. know. Which is why I started ugh, tragically with Match.com because everybody was saying to me that Tinder and Bumble are for the, you know, people who are just like, oh, I'll open it up and I'll take a gander. Whereas like the online stuff like match.com people were taking it seriously and they were there to date except that the pool of people on match.com was extraordinarily frightening uh yeah 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 that was kind of that was kind of my qualm because that's what i've heard too like match.com and mm -hmm. eHarmony i've heard like the people who do those are more dedicated to finding a relationship yeah. Whereas Tinder and Bumble are just sort of a casual for a lot of people. Or maybe just the way that people start to test the waters. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but the best are the ones, and this is super common, like the bios that say, I rarely check it, so I miss a match. But if we do match, you can find me on Instagram. And they'll put their Instagram handle. I have checked three of those. And all three were private. Oh, my God. So I don't know how that is helpful in any way, shape, or form. And I didn't check them like they weren't they weren't matches. It wasn't like I was going there to match them. And I'm like, okay, why would you do this? So then I checked the account. I can't even, like, there's another wall. So I'm like, why would you set up all these barriers? Right. It doesn't, I hate it is all I'm saying. I just hate it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I know. Yeah. And so that we've had a number of listeners who have reached out. Or like, yeah, I'm doing Tinder or Bumble or this or that. And you're right, it is shit. So I don't feel like I'm alone on it. I honestly feel like even even the people who have had luck on those apps mm -hmm. say the same thing. Like, yes, I met someone 
and we're together and it's great, it still sucked. No, I, I'm sure that a lot of us who've used it have PTSD when they even see the logo. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, a friend of mine is actually marrying someone she met online dating, and I was talking to him, and he said, as soon as I figured out that this was going to work, like the best day of my life was deleting mm-hmm. that app and closing my account. <laughs> like It just felt like such a relief to not have to have it yeah. anymore. Which I'm sure I can't. Duh. But it's there. It's just bumbling on in Bum- the background. Bumbling on. I, I did bumbling keep, on. while I was writing my book, I, there the site Plenty of Fish. You know about this? Okay. Oh, yeah. So I kept yep. that open just in case I needed to reference something from my book. I literally, when I was writing the chapter about dating, I opened up my Plenty of Fish account. And there are... The first, the first message to me was a guy holding six fish that he'd caught. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. And he was straddling like a dead moose of some sort. Yeah, yeah. So God, the Utah date—it makes me want to be a guy <laughs> in Utah because I want to see the other side of things. Like, what are are most of the women also holding uh, fish? I don't know. There's a there's a very special look to, to women in Utah, a very specific type of look that women have. And um, not all women, but many, many women have a very particular look about them. And it's really interesting to see it happen over and over and over and over again. I'm not going to get into the specifics because I'm, I know people will scream at me. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it, but it is interesting even even here, like the the similarities that mm-hmm. you see. Not even necessarily in appearance, but the similarities in pose and the similarities in bio and all these different things. But I will say one thing I've noticed that's sort of strange is if my radius is set just right, and maybe you experience this too, I'm like 30 miles from O'Hare. So I was realizing as I was reading through bios, I'm like, why am I getting people who are from York and LA? Like they don't even live here. And then I would go down and be like, oh, they're at O'Hare, but live in New York. I see. So like they get off the plane and it throws them into my, into Mm -hmm. my queue, which is, it's fine. I mean, I know that long distance relationships are a thing, but it was really throwing me off for a while until I figured that out. And I would imagine that you probably had some of that because of SLC. Oh yeah, yeah, and I had that in Paris as well, the first year that I was there. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about this the other week. I went to my pharmacist on Halloween, and she was dressed up. She had a costume on, and I said, okay. "You are a football player." And she goes, "No, this is a hockey jersey with hockey equipment." Oh, God. I was like, did I seriously get that wrong? And she's like, yep. <laughs> wow. That would have been me. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I'm embarrassed. I should have known that. But that should have been like, we don't. Yeah. So. Oh, that's pretty great. Anyway, we rambled quite a bit. We did. But we didn't, we didn't last yeah, week. We didn't so stall. We some rambling to catch up on. Some stalling. It's true. That's true. Very true. But we did cover a lot of ground. So if anyone has any story, maybe you've used the Furminator and you just have been dying for a place to talk about it. Yes. We are that place. Or kids stalling jobs. Mm -hmm. Or Bumble, for that matter. We would love to hear your thoughts. So you can email us, anything and everything, to stories at manicramblings.com. And you can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Manic Ramblings, and of course, Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Manic Ramblings. Yes. And until next time, in my household, but her emails is basically being replaced with, but my growing pain mom. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.